Oh my god, your poor dad. Welcome back to your poor dad. You can't choose your sisters, but you can choose your podcast. So thank you for joining us and being the fourth Brant sister. Wow, that was lovely. Thank you. You're really nailing the first try. Yeah. And actually, we have a fourth Brant sister with us here today. Yay, Hannah. I stalked Hannah on TikTok. So if you're an Austin girly and you're on TikTok, you've definitely seen Hannah's videos. And that's, you know, that's like my vibe this year. I've just been like putting myself out there on the internet with people. Yeah. Making them be my friend. So. Do you do that too? Yeah, I pretty much have met all my newest friends this year from TikTok. It goes like TikTok to Instagram DMs. Yeah. real life <laughs> I was like I'm not saying IRL, IRL. you did it for me yeah I'll be like the lame uh, millennial that uses like outdated acronyms so don't worry I got it I feel like that's still a good acronym IRL yeah that's because you are a boomer <laughs> <laughs> you are like the boomer actually it goes yeah. you're the biggest boomer Bailey is and then you're the second biggest boomer and I'm keeping it Gen Z I'm like wait what does IRL mean <laughs> <laughs> so we are so happy to have Hannah here Yes, thank you for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having thank me. Thank you for being here. Um, do we want to go with updates first? Jade, would you like to start with your updates? Let's Not hear really. <laughs> week. I'm scared. <laughs> Why? Um, I don't know. Okay, so speaking of Hannah, um, she's the one who put me on to my new nail salon. And I don't know if you guys can see how bright my nails are, but um, my goal this year is to be the coolest version of myself. And that, I guess, has manifested through my nails. And so now I have gel X because Hannah told me she got dip. Then I got dip. Then she told me she got gel X. And I was like, I need gel X. So here we are. Are you like the Regina George? Like everyone wants to do everything that you're doing or is it Um, just Jade? Just Jade for now. Maybe (laughs) it could grow. But it's like it only it starts with one and then we multiply and we we become an army. The door has really made its mark on Austin. I don't understand what gel X is. So it's not your real nail. No. Honestly, I'm probably going to go back to dip next time, but it is like the whole nail. Yeah. It's just the nice little lady was like, try it. Yeah. Is and they okay? just, is it I supposed to no. be, is it supposed to be better for your nails than no. the dip? No, none of it's <laughs> no. good for your nails. Dip takes off this the is, whole nail. This is probably worse, but we're going to see when it comes off. Yeah, yeah. Let me know because that is the, I am such a dip girl, but I'm going to look, we're, you're a press on girl we're, and we're wearing it, press-ons right now because the dip oh. like shattered and when it shattered it took off like every single nail and then they were so like weak and fragile so they're really really short right now so I'm waiting for them to grow out and I'm like I need something that's like dip just that's, like tips. page proof but that like I don't want to get tips well that's what we have on yeah. so but I'm I just can't trying have to be, my nails that long I'm looking to the youth to I want to stay young, you know? Like, yeah. I hate when my friends are like, I'm too old for gel extensions. I'm like, okay. My mom I'm gets not. so mad at me. They're, mine are destroyed, though. Yeah, it's mine like, are too. It's not cute. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for you. Thank you. I'm happy for all of us. Me and 10 of my fingers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good one. Who wants to go next? Bailey. Well, my update was going to be um, someone wrote in asking questions after we recorded, and they had a question for all of us, but my favorite was about me, because they said, Bailey, B-A-Y-L-I-E, love that confidence, she was like, this is how <laughs> this name should be spelled, and she just wanted to hear all about my boyfriend, so she wants to know how often we see each other, when we're going to see each other next, 
she didn't ask if he's moving here, but I'm going to let you guys know. Um, we don't see each other very often. Um, but you FaceTime like every day. Oh, yeah, I guess I see him. him. But not physically. A couple times a month, maybe, if we're lucky. And he's moving here within the next couple months. So that's really exciting and a little bit scary. And so... We've, like, only been in long distance. Like, we met in different states. He lives in New York. Yeah. Is he from New York? Yeah. He's He's from from New Jersey. Jersey. He talks Jersey boy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Well, it was funny because um, my... Two of my best friends got married and Bailey was my friends too well now that's why she was invited to the wedding but she was originally supposed to be my date and then since their wedding got postponed so much because of COVID then now Bailey she just like had an invite to their wedding but as soon as they met because they met at the friend's wedding I saw them lock eyes and I was like "Uh uh-oh and so I asked my friend I was like what do we know about this guy? He's like, that's my best friend. He's a good one. And I was like, okay, I'll allow it. And they've been together Thick ever as thieves. since. Thick as thieves. It's yeah. wild. Good for you. It, it, you made it look so easy. Yeah. Who to thunk? Who to thunk it? Well, we're happy to have sticks in Austin. For sure. Sticks takes ATX. We'll see. I'm like very worried for him to move in the summer because I was like, it's legitimately 104 degrees. I don't know if you can like comprehend that kind of heat but we'll see he's a smart guy he can comprehend it (laughs) you don't know it until you feel it you know yeah it is very stifling but i like it um page okay well my update this week is i went to the machine gun kelly concert which was super fun um i fell in love with his new like female guitarist you fell in love with an emo girl i fell in love jade that was perfect (laughs) i literally fell in love with an emo girl um, something that I thought was interesting while I was there, I run into a guy that I very briefly dated mm-hmm. and I looked the other day, we truly met, I think July 15th and we were done talking by August 20, like August 21st. <laughs> so it was like a very brief, brief thing. He comes up to me. He's like, Hey, I'm like, Hey, what's up? Like I was pleased to see him and um he's like yeah I mean I I couldn't hide from you this time and I was like what do you mean he's like I hid from you at ACL and I was like why and he was like did you see me at ACL I was like no and he's like oh yeah I was like why would you hide from me like nothing bad happened um so I think that you know we'll call this guy Billy um, he really wants to be talked about on the podcast because he said that he started listening to the podcast waiting for me to like tell stories about him. And I have no stories to tell about him. So I'm like, uh, I don't oh, know what that's even he worse, thinks. Billy. You didn't make it, Billy. <laughs> but it's like, I don't know what he thinks I would say. And I asked him, I was like, we didn't end on a bad note at all. So like, what did you think I would say about you? And he was like, I don't know, but... I just like listened to a few episodes and then he started saying like quoting things from episodes and Vadisha was like, it sounds like he listened to every episode. (laughs) (laughs) Did he quote puffy nipples? He didn't. Uh Oh, but anyways, so that was my update. It was really random to see someone like that and for him to be like nervous about the pop. Who is Billy? So Billy... I also don't remember. Bailey, <laughs> I feel like I remember everyone he used okay, to date. And Bailey actually made him dinner. Didn't I make him bolognese? 
That's your go-to. You love whipping up a bolognese for something. I don't somebody. know if you made, no, I made no. him steak. I think and yeah, I, I was gonna say I think you that made that other guy bolognese. Yeah, like oh. later that month, I think. No, who? That. How did you meet Billy? Yeah, so I met Billy on a dating app that I don't use anymore. Um, which again, guys, this is why you need to be using Zate. If you're gonna use a dating app, it's got to be Zate because there's a lot of other all of the other people that I've matched with that I've been telling all these bad dating stories with they're all from other dating apps and it's not from Zate. so where did billy take you on your first date we went to um easy tiger okay it was a good but you would you would put easy tiger on your Zate. absolutely yeah easy tiger wasn't the problem it was billy it was (laughs) (laughs) or you picking billy no and let's be completely honest like billy was fine like billy was great i enjoyed billy and then one day he just like stopped talking to me for like a week and then like a week a week goes by and then he just like randomly texts me he's like hey what's up kind of thing and i'm like hmm i really enjoyed getting to know you but it seems like this week has taken a turn so and you're kind of playing games I'm looking for something easy, fun, and chill, like me. Um, And so I wish you the best. This isn't going to work out. And then he said that um, you lost me whenever you said that you could be going on dates with other guys, but you weren't. And I was like, well, that's it. You're welcome. Like, I wasn't going on dates with other guys because I liked you, Billy. Because I liked you. Not anymore. One of our first dogs was named Billy. (laughs) (laughs) That's where you got the fake name from. No, he named himself. Oh. <laughs> he said that he listens to the podcast to be like every like fake name we throw out he's like oh my god this one's probably gonna be me he's like he's this one's gotta be himself. he was yeah. like i was waiting for for billy. you to say oh and billy. billy blah 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 and i was like okay well now you're billy <laughs> but then i was also thinking how funny would it be if i just like never talked about him at all but like we need but to it was billy. it was too good not to say anything because he just he just seemed a little full of himself yeah he does. yeah men yeah. always want to be you know talked about yeah. yeah, they love it. So anyways, cheers, Billy. Cheers, Billy. Um, Hannah, what's your update? My update, I just went on a trip with my grandma. Um, I took her to Maine because it was the last of 50 states she hadn't been to. That's, That's really sweet. Um, yeah, it was a cute and wholesome week. I ate like my diet has been like lobster rolls Yum. and rolls of other forms for the entire <laughs> week. So I'm like not feeling great <laughs> in yeah. that way. Um, but it was so much fun and she's like 87 years old, does yoga every day, like walks more than I do every day. Um, so she can definitely hang and she's like my best friend. So it's really fun to be able to take her. And then, yeah, but excited to be back in Austin for a little bit. Mm -hmm. Anytime I'm out of routine, cause then I had visitors before and all of that. I just feel like my brain is a frenzy. So really excited to just be back in Austin. That's how I feel when I get back from because I just got back from Newport and it takes me like a few days to like mm-hmm. get back in and it's like I get I feel so chaotic without my routine. I always say ease back into it. Like yeah, I used to go zero to hundred, but like that's why I did an easy yoga class. Like I yeah. want to just absolutely die. Yeah. I love your grandma content because it was so cute. Because what do you call her, CJ? Yeah. It's CJ. so freaking That's cute. That's really cute. Because we had, our grandma was Gigi, and I told you she died. <laughs> but we felt, it feels like a very similar. That's CJ's great grandma name. Oh, cute. cute. 
CJGG. Yeah. Cute but too. I was like besties with my, well, you guys are besties with her too, but like, I mean, but yeah. you were the first. So I'm the first she, grandchild. So there was we, like an extra special bond. Yeah. There. So yeah, she definitely. like made you the monster that you are today. That's why I'm like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, we would do like trips and stuff. Like she'd come out to see me in California. You and guys just wouldn't drink. really do like the lobster rolls. It'd be like pork rinds. It would be like pork <laughs> rinds and Dr. Pepper, not like lobster rolls in Maine. Yeah. So well, less chic. No, it was funny. I told her, I was like, well, I want to have a tattoo like in your writing. I don't have any at the moment. And I give her this notebook and she starts like writing all these, all these different quotes and everything. So now I have like a half book full of oh, like oh, when so the time cute. comes something to tattoo on my body <laughs> like, thanks so cj yeah it was hilarious i yeah, liked that cute. video of you guys walking by the protesters and <laughs> what did she say like uh, yeah. get off my body milk or i don't know why i just gave her a texas accent <laughs> <laughs> yeah this was like her first time in texas Gigi had a texas accent. yeah because our grandma had a te- but she's like you you male creeps or something yeah, she was like don't tell me what to do with my body you male creep we love it <laughs> it was great a progressive queen. Yeah, they didn't look at us or notice, but it was a thought that counted. <laughs> and I can't believe that she's been to all 50 states now. Yeah. Which yeah. one's her favorite? She's Does a little she... world traveler. I mean, California. Yeah, but it's a good one. Yeah. When my grandpa was alive, he like designed their house and everything. So she loves being there. Oh, cute. Oh, that's that's very chic. Yeah. So CJ, she chic. was a king. Oh my gosh. She Where did they live? Um, In the Bay Area. So it's kind oh, of like a... Even more chic. Yeah. Wait, so she went to Alaska. That, like, <laughs> that's Alaska. all 50 states. That's a state. <laughs> but that's like, I feel like that's the state that's forgotten. N- not really forgotten, but if you're going to go, if you don't live there, that's not like a vac. that's not typically like a vacation state. You know what I mean? Well, so that's. You're alienating of all of our Alaskan audience by saying yeah. that. <laughs> Going do you through know, her head saying, Alabama, Alaska. Do you Alaska. know um, which country we got Alaska from? I do. Russia. Yeah. Oh. How do you guys know? Because it it's right next door. door. Jinx. <laughs> I can't believe mean? you know that. Oh, I knew that from Stranger Things, actually. What about oh, really? Sarah Palin? I actually think that might yeah. be where I know that. I know it from Sarah Palin. Well, same thing. <laughs> Stranger Things, Sarah Palin. What's the difference? Let's get into Hannah. And getting oh, to know her. Get into let's her. Let's get into her. <laughs> that sounds creepy. Okay. Um, okay. So, Hannah, you are... Tell us where you're from. So, I'm from the suburbs of Chicago. Mm. Stayed as a little Midwest girl. Went to Chicago... Can I talk? I school <laughs> I in Wisconsin, Madison. And then moved here to Austin. So, I'm like... But I kind of feel like I have some roots in California, too, because... Mm. I would visit there and stay with my grandparents, speaking of, like, for the entire winter break every year Ooh. of school. So whenever I take those little tests, can, have you ever done those where it kind of tells you based like, on your terms, like, yeah. where you're from? It's always California whenever I take those little tests, but then I feel like I have a Chicago-ish accent. Yeah, yeah. you definitely have a Chicago accent, which I love, because, like, all of my friends from college are from Chicago, so I just, like... I love it. Like makes me feel comfortable. And our poor dad. Oh which, yeah, and our dad's from. Oh, <laughs> we should I. get our poor dad to Soldier Field. Yeah, oh, yeah. Do you know? Are you a Bears fan? Mm, I don't really care about them. Uh, but I'm sorry. <laughs> well, I, I still think he should go to Soldier Field. I was gonna yeah. say, do you know? Do you have any like Bears in, in, friends? You know? Yes. 
like that could have an end to soldier field. Yeah, that could get a that could get our poor dad to soldier field. That's basically why we We brought you on. Yeah, get the word out. We didn't even try my best. We didn't even know, but now we know that's why. Yeah, we brought you here. Okay, so do you like any Chicago sports teams? Um, I mean, they just tend to let you down. Same with Wisconsin sports. Other no, not Milwaukee sports. They're good, but um, I don't know. Like the Cubs were fun. They won when I was in college. I'm kind of, I'm a big bandwagon girl. Yeah. The Blackhawks were good when I was in high school. You know how it goes. I was always there for like whatever would give me the event of the day. Yeah. That's how, well, I'm like a Lakers fan. So that's like bandwagon-y. Well, not really because dad and uncle used to watch the Lakers all the time. Yeah. And hello, we performed before a Lakers game. Yeah. So if you weren't a Lakers fan, then that would be weird. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Okay. Thank you for You're validating. You're <laughs> Thank welcome. you for validating my life. But some people are like, "Why? Why do you like the Lakers?" And you're like, "Let me because I, I performed before one of the games." I identify as a Californian because, like, I was from yeah. California because you were <laughs> yeah. born, I was born and, and raised. raised in California, <laughs> which is why you are in California. But I also identify as a Midwesterner, even though I'm not, and a Texan. It's like, okay, I'm a, my sun sign I, is a Californian. Oh, my rising sign is um, m- probably a Midwesterner, and my moon sign is a Texan. No, no, no. Moon, oh, Midwestern, gosh. rising. I won't know. lie. I don't know what that means, but I you don't? Are you not from a, you. Are you not an astrology girly? No, because every time I say my birthday is in November, everyone's always like, oh, you're such a Scorpio. And I'm like, ha, I'm a Sagittarius. So you are? You clearly don't know. <laughs> The moon you the you're more Sag vibes than Scorpio. Okay. Well, then when I say that, that's what they always told me next. And then, <laughs> so it seems like a pattern. It's like and I'm not bought in. I always like. Wait, tell what people, does that even mean? What a Sag? That, yeah, like the, the, for you to say such Sag vibes. Yeah. Because Sagittarius are free and they're like travelers and they're open. They're also a fellow air sign. I'm an air sign because I'm okay. a Libra, and so like we're just like more like flowy and like we kind of like give off like good airy vibes and then i just made up yeah my boyfriend's an aries and people are always like (gasps) my ex-husband's an aries yeah because air sign and fire or something yeah air and fire it like ignites each other yeah so it could be good or we are both quite stubborn so i'm like okay i'm getting more that kind of buys me in a little bit more yeah but it'll take time my our dad's an aries i'm an aries moon as well it's my passionate side it's like the fire it's like my fighter side (laughs) so but like aries are very likable people yeah they're leaders clearly she likes an aries so yeah i liked an aries i loved an aries (laughs) i love them so much i married him (laughs) i don't know if the divorce jokes are ever gonna be like it's like okay we get it i think people like hearing about it someone emailed wanting to know more well, maybe one day I'll tell we'll you. T- so we grew up with obviously all sisters, but mm-hmm. you have a brother, right? Yes. And you're one. the youngest. Mm-hmm. So Just what's two. your what's your um, relationship like with your bro? Oh, he's the best. We were like best friends growing up. Um, I always was jealous of the sister dynamic, mm-hmm. but then looking back. It was obviously good for me because we had just such different personalities. Mm-hmm. So, like, I always make the joke that, like, the worst thing he ever did was a cry as a baby. And then I was, like, trying to fight with my parents every second I could. <laughs> so, like, he would, like, I would try to fight with him. I'd be, like, you know, just, like, digging at him. And he'd be, like, what's wrong? Like, can oh we God. talk about it? Like, what's what's going oh on today? Gosh. Wait, how so, did he get so healthy? And meanwhile, I was, like, it, having panic attacks every day. and didn't know what they were. So I would just, like, run away from home. 
And oh he would be like, <laughs> Hannah, like, what's wrong? That's so sweet. <laughs> She's so healthy and nice. Yeah. yeah. That's like such a great brother. Yeah. yeah. No. And I was, even though I was younger, I always felt like a weird sense to protect him. That was interesting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't learn how to dress or anything cute like that. Or have boy <laughs> advice. He'd give me boy advice, though. Like, yeah. I would tell him stuff. See, but. I actually think if girls have brothers, they're almost better with guys. Because there's like a level of comfort uh, with guys. I don't, maybe I it's just, it. it's one of my <laughs> theories I have. Because I'm like, with boys, like I was always so like intimidated by boys. Like even just friends and cousins even. I'd be like, oh, like I'm you. <laughs> just like being around like boys my age. I'm like, <laughs> what? <laughs> Kind of sounded like you were like into one of your cousins. Wait, do you think you would suggest me? What? Okay. That's not the vibe that. Did you say leave it in? Yeah, I'm like, (laughs) cut. Remember to cut that out. Um, No, but even just like, I don't know, boys my age like made me nervous. I think boys make every like young girl nervous but like did your brother's yeah. friends ever make you nervous did you like ever have crushes on his friends i mean probably in my older years when it was like i would when i'd visit him in college and stuff mm-hmm. oh, that would be wait what's your yeah, age difference care, um so he's like two and a half years older but three years grade wise oh, okay so like when i was looking for colleges and stuff i'd visit a bunch and then um, he was in college while you were yeah. looking. That's like so fun. We didn't have that. Well, you guys did, I guess. But the way I found you on TikTok is you were talking about a damp lifestyle, mm-hmm. and I was like, "What is a damp lifestyle?" Like, I don't get it. I that if you were to tell twenty four year old Jade, like, "Hey, you're drinking a little too much. Maybe you should like reel it in a little bit," I would have been like, "Fuck no!" Like, there's literally no way I could give up alcohol. So. I was very intrigued at how like mindful you are with yourself. And so can you talk about your journey with that? Yes, definitely. Um, I would tell my 24 self that same thing in like November. Mm -hmm. So I feel like (laughs) that's why I post what I do just because if you would have asked me last year, like, oh, would you ever slow down on your relationship with alcohol? I'd be like, yeah, hell no. Like I... I love drinking. This is what makes me fun. I'm out the latest. Like, all my friends are like this. So, anyway, yeah. So, it was around October, November-ish that I started thinking about it. But then I just kept failing. I'd be like, oh, I'm going to work on my relationship with alcohol. And then I would just, you know, get really drunk at the bar and it wasn't working. And then December came around. um, And I was struggling a lot with a lot of different sectors of my mental health. That was just impacting a lot into, like, my relationship, my friendships. Just, like, I'm a big, like drift away or type person when I get anxious and so I was going on um medication and I was like okay if I'm putting chemicals in my into my brain so to speak like maybe I should look at what I always say on TikTok like the common denominator in my life that's clearly you know consistently impacting and to me it wasn't just like oh I'd go out and have a drink and be fun like I was blacking out every single day Um, but it was more like the hangovers I'd get and the anxiety that'd come after them. So then I was like, okay, I'm saying a long story long, so I'll keep long story short. (laughs) Then I was essentially like, let's cut out hard alcohol for a little bit. Um, kind of see how we can work the relationship. One thing led to another. And yeah, it's like essentially just being mindful with how you drink, um, it's definitely hard sometimes because I never want to be like, oh, I'm sober because I'm not. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been drinking hard again, but I don't do shots because it's just like the experience to me that's been bad. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like a touchy subject for a lot. So I was nervous to kind of start sharing 
but it's been a really cool experience and like kind of being open about it on TikTok helps me stay accountable too, which I think is the cool part about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's my long story, not concise. <laughs> no, I thought that was good. No, that's actually really good. I, um, I feel like from quarantine, I, f- I think both of us, like our drinking just increased so much because we couldn't leave the house and we couldn't go do anything. And we would just like drink wine after work, like do mm-hmm. whatever. Cause we're working from home. Well, I was working from home and I feel like instead of where it used to be for me, like maybe I might go out for like a happy hour, like one day during mm-hmm. the week, but it was typically like really like the weekends that I was like going out, but then quarantine happened and everything like blurred together. And it was just like, any day of the week and that and then one day I was like I don't think I haven't drank one day this week yeah mm-hmm. you know what I mean and so I think that here I am you know <laughs> and yet <laughs> and yet but. here we are but I think that's something that I should try to do or at least be more conscious of because it's such a like I don't even really think about it anymore it's just like I'm done with work let me crack open a cold beer yeah and like for what? Like it for just what? turns into like for why? a pattern. For why? Yeah. Why do you need beer, Paige? Why do sometimes <laughs> you also just like need an ple- ice cold beer? And can I just say like cracking open a Miller Light at the end of a workday? Like, are you like a forty-five-year-old like <laughs> construction worker? <laughs> Could you hop off her jock, please? And my dad, <laughs> your dad. Like that's <laughs> like dad. she's AJ. Most people like open up a glass of wine, and you're just like, I'll take a Miller, and you're probably like in a can too. <laughs> it's disgusting. I feel like you're judging me. She's openly judging. She's criticizing you. <laughs> it's a vibe. Look. Well, at least you have a bottle. That's like more acceptable. Yeah. But um, so TikTok is wild, and people are like really crazy on TikTok. Like, what has been like some of the reactions? Because I'm sure they have a lot of opinions. Definitely. I mean. I kind of was touching on one, just like people, um, when one will go viral, obviously, like you guys know it's exciting, like mm-hmm. it's fun, but what that also means is people who don't follow you are seeing it. So, um, I have to remember sometimes to maybe like kind of have, if I'm in more of a topic on my like personal relationship with alcohol, maybe saying some sort of trigger warning or something like that, mm-hmm. or just reminding them that I'm not sober. Cause like, then they could even just go to my Instagram and see me like out drinking wine or yeah. like, I don't know, it's Austin, it's hot. So froze with friends or something yeah. like that and be like, what is this girl talking about? So I try to stay consistent with like, um, just kind of those trigger warnings, I guess, because I have friends that are completely so- sober and like, I just think it's so respectful and awesome. And like, that's not my journey. Mm-hmm. Um, my journey is honestly just like working on that relationship and that's why I say like relationship relationship like over and over and over again because it's like you said just kind of being conscious but a lot of people probably do it already like my point was just that I I was the girl that was already so drunk every day that like people wouldn't even notice because they'd be like oh that's Hannah well I think what you said um how you said that you that's drinking is what makes you fun or something like like Mm something you said something like that and that is I think so common so many people feel that way so I think that in itself is so relatable and that's not what makes you fun you know but that's something that you don't know until you have like a better relationship with alcohol and you're like wait I'm fun all the time well yeah and you have to like assess that like okay what do I want from alcohol and like what is it actually doing for me Mm -hmm. when I'm out like because my ex was sober 
Um, well, he got sober in the middle of our relationship. Well, okay. kind of. Long story. That's a long story. So, um, so I had to like, and then just being in a relationship with somebody who was really having to look at their relationship with substances all across the board, it made me have to look at my relationship with them because I was like terrified when you first mm-hmm. got sober because I was like, wait, does like, what this does this mean for me for the rest of my life? Am I not going to have wine with dinner? Like that? It, does that make me a bad person? That that gives me a lot of anxiety. Like it. And it's just like having to assess your relationship and we'd go out and be sober with our friends. And it was like, and I was like maybe 28 or 29 and none of my friends had to deal with that. And I was like, Mm. why is it me? Like, why do I have to deal with it? But now I can like look at my relationship with alcohol and it's like, I'm not really like needing to drink during the week. And like, I try not to do shots. Like, I mean, sometimes when I'm out and Oh, I hate shots. I'm also not good at taking shots. So yeah, great. But it's like, yeah, I was very good, which is. Yeah, that's Bailey's really good. She's like a tank. Really good. I know, but then you wake up to play and a you game feel that, like shit. Used to play a game and no chase, no face. Uh-huh. And so it was like whatever was lying around in high school that you could get your little hands on. Little claws. I was well, like, all right, let's see. Ew. And also, okay, this that made me think of something else. Moving to the Midwest in college, like I think the Midwest drinking culture is on another level. The Midwest was... Th- College in the Midwest for you is what quarantine was for me. What else are you going to do? Exactly. <laughs> I was During like, the winter, yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, it's, like, it's cold. Like, I mean, when you're in college from – you're in school from, like, August to May, and it's mm-hmm. cold from October to May, really. <laughs> like, it's – there's nothing else to do there. Do you feel – did you Yeah, definitely. That? I was just thinking about that, like, maybe 150-degree day, and then everyone just goes even harder because they're yeah. excited for the summer. Yeah. So it's, like, ongoing. <laughs> and you're wearing shorts, um, and it's 50 degrees. Yeah, with, like – flip-flops yeah one guy who like thinks it's funny um (laughs) but yeah no I definitely felt that I also was like that in high school so Mm -hmm. like I again was in high school in the midwest and like I started drinking sorry to my parents like when I was 16 Mm -hmm. and so I didn't change how I drank until literally a few months ago (laughs) so it's like that's why I'm like I think I can speak on it because even though I'm younger like I unfortunately started younger in that way and I think yeah a lot of it was just because of nothing to do I think I had a lot more social anxiety than I ever thought I was Mm -hmm. and I think I had a lot less self-confidence than I would have liked to think and so I'd walk into the you know these cold bars and even though I was like a heavyweight that was kind of a tank with shots if I saw myself in my day (laughs) I like was doing it more so like getting ready I'd be drinking mm-hmm. the pre to the pregame as they'd say like I'd shower be beers yeah, shower yeah. Beers. who knows maybe and it was just like the normal thing to do in the midwest for sure like, yeah it was just yeah lots of beers lots of Miller lights but we would just have like <laughs> handles of like plastic half liter yeah. bottles of vodka oh, what's it called What's like that vodka called? Kamchaka. Oh, <laughs> there was Kamchaka at Indiana University, and then we had um, talk. What talk? The taka or something like th- that? Really cheap mm-hmm. vodka. Oh, uh, I think we had Smirnoff, like Smirnoff in a half liter, and then we would just like literally chug 
the vodka, chase it with mm. like a random can of like soda, and then we'd pass it around. And then yeah. I remember like pre-COVID the bar. Days, you know? This was so pre-COVID, so disgusting. We would just have like a ton of like open cans of soda on the bar at the frats. Yeah. And then I would just like remember picking up each one, like shaking it, trying to find the one with the least with the most amount of liquid because it would have the least amount of backwash in it. Ew. And just taking shots with that. And we disgusting. all did that. It was That's why those gross sicknesses would like go around the yeah. door. <laughs> but I like never got sick because I think it's just like my body body was like it was using all the immune- things at yeah, all corners it was like what do you expect me to do they my were white blood cells were like trained <laughs> they were beefy mine were not i was sick That's at all sick. times and i'd like still go out oh yeah oh my god <laughs> yeah i could not miss a single party yeah i saw this girl's tiktok the other day that was like i didn't study abroad because i was scared to miss a frat party and I want you guys all to know you can miss the frat party. <laughs> I totally relate to that. But I also didn't want to miss a frat party because I love a theme. Oh, so yeah. I didn't care what the theme was. I was just excited to dress up. Yeah. You were in college during 20... You graduated in 2020. Yeah. So you were like one of those... What are we calling that class? Like the quarantine Yeah, I think it was class. something like that. Yeah. I forgot. Everyone was sad. Yeah, and then you decided to move to Austin. Yes. And then what made you choose Austin out of all of the other beautiful cities, cities in the world? <laughs> um, well, I was also thinking California, just warmth, honestly. I always knew I was going to go somewhere. Um, like we were talking about before, I just wanted to branch out, like have so much respect for my friends mm-hmm. where I'm from and college I and admire that yeah. so much because like I would be so scared to go anywhere, like by myself. Yeah. So like, just the fact that you knew like I'm going somewhere like kudos to you I would be so scared yeah well I always say get attached to people not places and then people are like well you just left the people but no you can still like talk to the people and Mm kind of check in and you start to see who like you guys know your friends when you move to different places like you see who sticks around you talk to more naturally and then the places I feel like I can just like bop around Mm-hmm. Obviously, that gets harder when you're in a relationship, but yeah, I still like I feel like very fluid with moving to cities. Like it doesn't really scare me that much, but I don't know. I would recommend it for post grad. Like a lot of times, because some people like get scared too later in life, mm-hmm. so it's kind of like a good time in life to yeah. make the move. What drew you to Austin? Um, that it was fun. I knew <laughs> this party scene, so that was part of it. Like graduated from college, didn't stop there. Like it's essentially when you're post grad Austin, a lot of it is like college 2.0. Yeah, I would say for sure. Um, and then yeah, I'd visited, and I honestly Texas kind of scared me. I didn't know the vibe, <laughs> and I'd visited for like a business club back when I was a junior in college, and was like, oh, I could live here. And then I just was applying to jobs, and the classic story just. Got a job and moved. Yeah. I feel like Austin really is college 2.0. I was talking to some girlfriends who were actually from Chicago Mm -hmm. and they're in their 30s as well. And we were just talking about how like all of our friends in Chicago are like moving to the burbs and like settling down. And like when we moved to Austin, it's almost like it reinvigorated like this like youthfulness inside Mm -hmm. of us. Like we're like college 3.0 I guess (laughs) probably like 4 or 5.0 at this point but yeah I feel like Austin has this like very youthful energy to it like it like made me feel alive again definitely the only bad thing I was doing is I felt like I was doing the same thing every day and Mm -hmm. to go back to your point like in the midwest college like a lot of that is like you're drinking and you're running out the same place every day which is like you love it but Mm -hmm. I felt like I was doing that here a lot um 
so I don't know back to your question that's another thing I feel like I've benefited from just like seeing Austin for all it is like Mm -hmm. it has its little wholesome sides the bars are great it has cocktail bars speakeasies breweries Mm -hmm. like there's so much in the city and I feel like that's another good just like when you choose a city like having a city that has all those different factors and I think when I first moved here I was literally only going to like um I, this is embarrassing to admit, but mostly Buford's and, <laughs> um, I mean, and Bungalow Mate Russell. I love piece. Buford's. Wait, that's embarrassing. But I was because... going like every day. <laughs> like every day. Buford's is a Bears bar, so well, check it out on Sundays. Buford's oh. also, like, I realized the other day when I told this guy I'm talking to, I'm like, oh, I'm at Bu- I went to Buford's and he's like, what's that? And I was like, oh. I what? that's a red flag that I know what Buford's is like he was like I don't know what Buford's is why is that I've a red flag been. that you know what Buford's because is? I just think it's like I'm past that and I don't I don't like saying I'm like old but I just think like that is not for me anymore you know like I don't need to be like slamming shots at Buford's yeah there's like a different vibe you want to cultivate other than Buford's which still love it I'll I still can, go yeah, yeah it is a really cool bar yeah, I like Great Buford's. For visitors. Huge. Yeah. Especially now that they open up the upstairs, you know? Oh. I love Buford's. Yeah. So speaking of like having a damp lifestyle in Austin, so did you have to like reevaluate like what you do for fun in Austin? Yeah, it, that was honestly a big kind of scary looming thing for me is when I had a feeling I knew I needed to, but I like wasn't at the full point um, intuitively enough to be sober, but like knew something needed to change. I was like really worried that essentially the FOMO was creeping in. Like, mm-hmm. oh, will I be able to show up at these bars and have enough confidence to have fun? Like, yeah. I don't want to not go to them. I don't want to not sp- have memories with my friends who like I have the best friends here. Like, they're just like positive vibes. Like, I want to be around them. Um, my boyfriend's extremely social. Like, we we both were like the party couple. So I was like, is that going to damage our relationship? Um, and the second I just like left those thoughts aside, I feel like I've been able to do the same things, but more. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, that was really scary for me at first. And I think it just came from like proper communication. And then I was able to like, again, experience it. Did you and your boyfriend have to, well, we should get into the boy. Let's like get to the start of the boyfriend. Okay. Yeah. Like let's, we gotta like, let's, cause I saw you talking about your boyfriend and then you kind of had like a toxic relationship before. Mm -hmm. Same Z's girl. Same We. (laughs) I was like, we know all. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about, can we talk about the bad and then we can talk about the good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and you can be like as vague as you want because you know, we want to protect these idiots sometimes. I don't know why, but we're not protecting them. It's about like protecting ourselves. Our own energy. Yeah. That's what yeah. I always say. I used to talk way too much. But yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm ready. So, okay. Let's <laughs> talk about the toxic relationship. Okay. What was like that like? Okay. So, uh, dated someone in college that like our actual dating time was probably like two months. But mm-hmm. my feelings of... Probably just like I looked back. I thought I was in love, but I probably was just like obsessed with the fact he wasn't in love with me. And I (laughs) just like couldn't let it go. And that was like years. But the reason I say two months is because like he was definitely cheating on me that entire time. (laughs) Um, I essentially forced him to be my boyfriend in Paris. So kind of we're in Paris for me. If you've ever cried in Paris, I got you. (laughs) Um, And then, yeah, so then like it was just a long winded thing where essentially he was like practically dating his ex-girlfriend at the same time as me. And it was like very much like. I had a, it took me a long, not to get deep here too, but like it took me a long time to like 
be able to talk to a guy and be like, you're not lying to my face. Like, yeah. You're actually like talking to me. So I just like didn't see anyone. Of course, was still texting him. Of course, was still mm-hmm. talking. Because like I was just so like I'm very stubborn and I have a hard time like being like, wow, like your heart was wrong. Like I can be like, oh, your brain's wrong, whatever. But like my heart being wrong just like made me second guess everything. Um, and at the end of the day, I just like I wasn't ready and I wasn't like, again, the confidence thing. I had such low confidence. Um, and yeah, I just didn't date at all after that. But it was like really, really it definitely still sticks with me. It's like if you have that happen to you to like such an extent, like, I don't know, it's just like it's going to impact your future relationships and going to impact how you feel about yourself. It's just like how you move forward from it. And like you can be honest with yourself of like. I look back and, like, oh, my friends and I have plenty of nicknames for him that are, like, mm-hmm. quite good if I say for myself. <laughs> but, like, at the same time, like, you got to look at it as a lesson or else it's yeah. going to, like, ruin every relationship in 100%. the future. 100%. That's, like, I've been talking about that because my ex, like, it's a similar vibe where it's, like, our relationship was technically only this amount of time. Mm-hmm. But, like, it was so long of, like, back and forth and, like, kind of, like, br- like, honestly kind of like narcissistic behavior a little bit Mm -hmm. like it was very selfish of him to do a lot of the stuff he did with me like he would be like would you like to move in with me and then ghost me Mm -hmm. and then it's like okay well wait no but he loves me though like because he asked me to move in so like we're in love yeah subtle sociopath vibes total (laughs) totally and then but I've had to reevaluate like now that I'm dating like it took me a long time to be able to like date healthily after that like probably Mm -hmm. like eight to ten months of like being away from him to be able to like date like a normal person. And then I find myself having these like thoughts creep in where it's like, they're lying, Mm -hmm. they're doing this. And it's like so weird how somebody can like affect you like that. It took me like two years to date and a shit ton of therapy to be able to (laughs) date healthy. Yeah. And it's like, you have to, and like, instead of like acting on my impulses of being like my insecurities about the relationship, I've had to like pause and just be, like realize like where is this coming from like don't react on it and it's like really really hard to do because you want to be like Mm -hmm. say exactly like hey this is you're doing this is making me feel like this but it's like no this is like something that's from inside I struggle with that to this day for sure it's hard so you got away from that guy Mm -hmm. and (laughs) and how long did it take for you like because for me like it took like I said 10 months like how long did it take for you to like fully get over him (laughs) (laughs) like so embarrassingly long but I don't think it was him I genuinely think it was like probably me being obsessed with myself at at the end (laughs) or same yeah you you not being able to like grasp the like yeah him not being like obsessed with you the way you were obsessed with him it's like yes you were yeah yes you were (laughs) like what what's wrong um no yeah and also like I definitely am I was bad about the like anytime I always my friends anytime they're in a toxic thing I'm like block the number just like Mm -hmm. and if you don't want to block it just like understand that every time you text them again you're like taking a step back yeah so Mm -hmm. I was doing that to myself again and again and again Um, and so, and he wouldn't notice, like Mm -hmm. the guys never notice. It's not like that for them. Most of them, unless they're like intuitive with their emotions, which this man's was not. (laughs) And so, yeah, like it just took time. And then I'm also like at the end of the day, a lot of people I feel like are 
it's not until you truly like have the next person yeah and mm-hmm. unfortunately I don't think it's a good quality of mine but I think that's like a big th- how I am person I was like that from like high school to college too it like it had to take the next person that's how I was too I was like swinging on vines like just going yeah. next person to the next person yeah. but until- a lot of single time too I didn't have that much single time, really. (laughs) Well, like, I had a lot of single time. But I'm, like, I found myself, like, attaching to situationships of guys who I had no interest in at all. But, like, they were not obsessed. They were obsessed with me. (laughs) No, I mean, you think everyone's obsessed with me. I think everyone's obsessed with me. But, like, in reality, like, they weren't. But they were, like, (laughs) at least giving me a ton of attention. Yeah. And, and if they didn't, you'd like dangle that little carrot again and be like, wait, I'm, you love me, right? Wait, you're back, right? Okay, come back in here and give me the attention that I need. And then that's like, that comes from insecurity or yeah. like needing validation. Like why? Especially from like some of the guys I got validation from, like uh-huh. my God. like You needed like a quick fill in your cup. Yeah. yeah. And then once I kind of like, it's like they were the band-aid. And then once like the wound healed, I like let them all go and I blocked them. I actually blocked them, which like I'm not a blocker at all. And it like protected my energy. And I was like, oh, my God, I feel so much like healthier without these like fucking idiots, like just ruining my day. <laughs> yeah, I know. Exactly you know, I'm not talking. a blocker. I just have to say um, I was uh, with Peter, um, the relationship that I really liked. Um, <laughs> and then I got dumped in a Chewy's. Um, I could <laughs> not. I blocked all of his, um, not blocked, I unfollowed all of his like family members off of like Instagram. But when it came to his, I was like, I cannot unfollow him. So I just like muted him. So I can see him if I like search his name. And Mm -hmm. at first I was searching, I was searching his name at least at least 50 times a day. I was like, <laughs> just to see, like, as if something was going to change. Like, he is not even, like, that big on social media. Yeah, so probably posts, like, every six months. Like, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I thought he was going to, but what if he posts a story? You yeah. know, like, what yeah. if? And then, um, and my friends, they're so nice. They'd be like, um, like, how many times have you, like, searched Peter today? And I'm like, I'm, like, 20. And they're like, I think you should just go ahead and like unfollow. I'm like, absolutely not. And you know what? Now I don't search him. So it's like, guys, there's hope out there. It takes time. You, that is the hardest thing is like being patient. Yeah. And like waiting for it to like pass. It's hard to give that advice too. Yeah. Like to some of my friends, I'm like, I just wish you could just see what's beyond the light. Yeah. The darkness. Because (laughs) that is like, yeah, the darkness. It's like the lamest advice of like, yeah, but truly time heals Mm -hmm. all you know but nobody wants to hear that sometimes you have to make the mistake for yourself yeah yeah you you kind of just have to make the mistake for yourself and get over it on your own because like your friends telling you just like don't look at his instagram like (laughs) just don't do it i literally would laugh i'm like (laughs) as if i'm just not gonna look at his instagram No, I, like, my ex had no social media, so, like, I just was, like, living in darkness, like, that, grasping at everything. That would be so interesting. <laughs> yeah. Like, you're going on, like, Venmo. Like, did someone No, I literally went on Reddit, and I tried to find his Reddit username. And I was no. like, what is he doing on Reddit? Well, the wow, newest thing is a... Be Real. Like, yeah. the app, and, like, Lifetime people are like, who is Wait, who you're you reacting? don't know what Be Real is? Wait, what's There's something it's I like, know you post you it know? in real time, and it's, like, but people are kind of at it. Like, it's, like, a new social app. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, it's yeah. Like, it's like 
I'm not like the biggest fan because mine are always quite boring of myself. But it's like you can be like, like if Be Real gave us a notification right now, we'd post and be like, hey, we're filming a podcast. But yeah, I always look at who's reacting to my boyfriends. I'm like, okay, Hannah. Here's I go. No, that's really hard. Like dating somebody with social media, like going from somebody who like no one I've ever dated has had social media. Now talking to people who Um, do. Speaking of the social media thing, I have another thing to admit is, um, you know how it used to be that on Instagram, everything used to be in order. Like if you went to somebody's, um, if I went to like my ex's Instagram and clicked on like their followers, the newest people that started following them would show up at the top. But you can go on the website and do that. Well, sometimes it doesn't work. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes it doesn't work. So when it started changing that it wasn't, like in order anymore i was pissed because i was like <laughs> i need to know who is following him like peter. in real time yeah you screenshot peter. all of his followers so you could cross-reference um no that sounds like something i would have done for like my really <laughs> yeah. toxic relationship though because whenever he cheated on me with all of those like girls or had all of those like text messages i wrote all of their names down i was like i need to save this for later so i can stalk <laughs> them on instagram <laughs> did you go through the phone the iPad, okay. yeah. IPod, yeah, iPad, yeah. Okay, I remember now. <laughs> yeah, that was, and then I saw like pictures. I saw, I you saw more I than saw pictures. Some, I saw some oh. things. You I was like a gyno, <laughs> literally. <laughs> like I think I'm a, I'm a qualified like gynecologist now. Like, <laughs> oh, oh my man. god, that's disgusting. <sighs> good times yeah great times um i was just thinking of one of the crazy things i did is i so i was visiting the guy i was dating i can't i'm about to blow up my shit right now okay i'm scared I was visiting him and it's like we were listening to music on his phone and then it was like call from blah 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 and it said the girl's name and Ooh. i was like Ooh. memorize 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 i'm like i have to go to the bathroom and i went and i looked up the girl immediately found her right away because it was easy like yeah. i looked her up on facebook and that's like the key you got to look mm-hmm. them up on facebook because usually they have facebook great good but like instagram it's harder to find people you have to look them up on facebook because usually they have facebook <laughs> okay anyways so then i like found her and then I like I did one step further. And then I found her Pinterest, and yeah, then I the Visco. Sometimes yeah. you can find their phone numbers. I found her Facebook. grandma's phone number, grandma's <laughs> address. I found all of her previous addresses, and then I also went to Snapchat and I found her. I found her on there, and then I would like look at the snap scores, and it's just like that's mm-hmm. toxic. Have you ever done the Zillow, like the house? Yeah, I found the Zillow. Yeah, and I was like, oh, this is the house she is currently living in. Great. Like, how did I? How did? How does it know? I did my phone search on my ex's 21st birthday when he was the most vulnerable wait yeah. you're f- <laughs> hell yeah. yeah wait you searched like through no like he was really really drunk and it just said yeah. some weird thing i don't even remember now obviously it was 21st birthday and he also always was but like and then i looked through his conversation everything was deleted sketch number one red flag if you ever need to search through the phone well and, and it's all deleted deleted and then i found stuff my college boyfriend i would always wait for him to go to sleep or like pass out yeah, from being drunk so and then i would like grab his phone and things like things were deleted and luckily i came prepared and i had 
I had the girl's phone number in my phone. So I typed in the phone number, found out that he changed the, like her name to a guy's name. So then I found all of the messages and the Snapchats because the like he changed the name. It's like, wait, why is Dominic sending you pictures of his labia? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's pretty yeah, good. Men just need to realize that we always find out it's just a matter of when. Yeah. Yeah. It's always going to come to light. Anyways, so I love that derail. So we have bad relationship and then we morph and we find the new boyfriend. Okay. And then how do we find the new boyfriend? Okay, so um, in a dark room one day, it's like literally, it was like, Seriously? it was like, um, so he went to Iowa, Big oh, Ten okay. also. Love the so Big like Ten. a bunch of mutual friends, but I previously had a roommate who's still one of my best friends. Um, and so she knew him. And then also I work at which is like a little dating pod. But when we met, like I had just heard stories, um, good and the bad, but like, you know, I was also like very single too though. And I was not ready to like date anyone. So it kind of was like a friends with benefits thing. Um, but it was just kind of like awkward because as you guys know, Austin can be quite a small city. Mm -hmm. So like I unfortunately knew what he was doing. So for me in that moment, and like what had happened to me, it was like very, it was like the worst situation that I could have walked into. But I just had this like weird feeling, and I posted about this one day, like this weird feeling that we would date, and I don't know why. And like I never told anyone that, but I just like constantly was like we just had the best banter, like the best vibe. He would always leave my apartment at one or so, and I'd always tell him now, I'm like, if you were trying to just like use me as a hookup never leave a girl's apartment at one because yeah. i was like this guy likes me he just like 1 p.m like, <laughs> yeah like he would stay like all yeah, i like, thought you meant like 1 no, a.m so like, like this guy was like making hanging home, out like with my cat <laughs> he got cozy <laughs> so yeah like he was fine you had breakfast and lunch at that yeah. point yeah. <laughs> like yeah like, that's I would, I would definitely think that yeah. he was he's like he's obsessed with you yeah I, I was kind of like he doesn't know yet like we're just gonna yeah. wait and see what happens but I, like, probably could have dated around, too, for some less trauma, but I was just, I'm, like, kind of a one, I was tunnel vision. Mm -hmm. And then, um, then finally, one day, I was like, you know what? This isn't good for me. I'm walking away. Sure enough, they always come back. Ooh. (laughs) So then what did you... No, it was, like, we were still friends. So it was, like, very hard, because we're in the same friend group. And I was, like, really, really liked this guy at this point. Like, knew we had such a good vibe. And, like, I'm kind of one of those person where it's, like, if I feel the vibe, like, I'm just, like, going to be so sad if it, yeah. like, if something happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, finally, like, something did happen and then kind of just, like, needed, I think he needed that budge to be, like, oh, she's leaving kind of thing. Yeah. I feel like sometimes, especially guys that are younger, it's and that's how, like, with my husband (laughs) that we kind of had like a similar situation Mm -hmm. where it's like when you're in that gray area and like we talked about this the other day on the phone but um like there's always something that like happens in the gray area that like makes the relationship happen Mm -hmm. or like it breaks it yeah yeah but I was like I also had to remind myself like I was on the same page with him like so throughout so it's like when I look back or the beginning of a relationship, like I would start a lot of fights about it. Mm-hmm. And I had to remember like, no, like you were on board for that. And also like, let's start to live in the moment and like look in the future or else like this is not the relationship for you if you're going to continuously like start fights about the same yeah. thing. So once that, like I kind of got my stuff together and then <laughs> stopped picking fights every time I was drunk. That was part of it too. <laughs> but um, he's great. He treats me so well. Um, 
and I feel like I finally can just like feel comfortable and safe you know they say like if you feel safe with someone Mm -hmm. um like that's such a good sign for your future and everything like that um and so the trust issues are finally making their way around but he always gets (laughs) some enemies like Hannah you're just bringing this into it because of excellency issue Mm -hmm. like he gets it but like he still is like you you have a little few things to work on (laughs) okay I'll work on them yeah um so how long have you guys been together um like dating a year and a half oh good for you I'm happy. I'm happy I didn't think you. I had it in me. <laughs> I don't know if I do, but it's it's natural and it's good. That is good. It's nice when you do feel safe with somebody because like there's a lot of times like dating and this is like the first time in my life. Like I this when I broke up with my husband, aka got divorced, <laughs> mm-hmm. like I hadn't I didn't have an iPhone the last time I was single. I that had never been on a dating app. So it was like, how old are you? (laughs) I'm old as dirt. Wait, you didn't have an iPhone? No. What do you mean? I had a Blackberry. (laughs) (laughs) The last time I was single, it was like in 2011. But like, yeah. Like what were you guys doing in 2011? You were like in high school. (laughs) Yeah. So I for sure had an iPhone. So then when I broke up with him in 2018 and I was like, Okay, like what kind of tricks can I use on this iPhone? I've what, never been single is, with an iPhone before. What is this? What is this technology? And I'm like, now I have to like learn how to be like hot on Instagram, which I'm still not good at. And then I had to learn how to be like on a dating app. And then I had to learn how to like, you know, fuck with people with the re- read receipts. It was a whole new world for me. You really loved playing you the game for a while. You the read receipts. I was, I'm good at the game. You like the read receipts? Yeah. Do you still have them on? Yeah, I have them on for everyone, but it's mainly to keep me accountable with people. So when I look at their texts, like I have to respond. Well, now, but, well, soon we can just mark them unread again. Oh. That, I'm really excited I about that. I can't wait. Like, that's I how, that. what I do with my emails, too. Like, I just don't open them unless. Except then we can just gaslight the shit out of people. Because I think it's going to be a gaslighter's best friend. The like, new update, you're going to be able to, like, edit a text that you already sent or unsend a text that you sent. I think so, there's a reason it didn't exist before. Can yeah. you imagine <laughs> all of the... I didn't say that. And yeah. Like, yeah, you did. Or, like, oh, my gosh, like, if one person was drunk and one person wasn't, mm-hmm. and you were, like, in a plane, And then you then think that they might... I'm, I'm just, like, immediately, this is a little bit bad. Let's move on from, like... Let's talk about some fun things. I have yeah. this titled, it's under my category of fun things to talk to you about. Yes. Okay, so the first one is, <laughs> there's two types of people in this world, two types of girls. There's yeasty girls and there's UTI girls. And you just did a whole thing about UTIs. And I feel like this is something that girls, what are you looking at her like that? Keep going. <laughs> that girls like don't talk about like UTI prevention. And you just did this whole TikTok on it. Yes. Okay. So... The funny thing about it was I had had this, like, one of my very, very few brand deals was with this, like, essentially medication for UTIs. It's like, okay, cool. Well, I get UTIs a lot. But, like, my one thing is, like, if I ever work with a brand, like, I want it to be natural and I want to be, like, actually using it. Same goes for, like, Amazon clothes or anything like that. Like, Mm -hmm. I just think, you know, there's a problem with working with stuff that you don't use sometimes. Depends. But for this situation with, like, medication, I'm, like, I'm not doing it unless I actually get them. So I get UTIs quite often. Same. And, like, they also they say because of Austin with, like, the gross water and stuff. Like Really? You, I don't know, but I figure it's from not going to the bathroom after doing something. Yes. But, um, but yeah, so I say I manifest it because I had this 
like medication sitting on my counter for like two weeks and I'm like I don't know what to film I don't know where to film it like I don't want it to be like unnatural of like me taking UTI beds and then I'm like having this on my thought and then I just one day I'm going to the bathroom and I'm like or I'm in solid core, I think I was, or something like that. And I feel it coming. I'm like, no. And then when you feel it. I manifested it because the meds were staring at me. So you're like stressing it out. Me a UTI, I swear. And I think they're the worst things ever. Um, they are. I think like I wouldn't wish them on my worst enemy. I, Sleepless when you nights. feel it like crawling up into your body, you're just like, no, oh, no. The burn. It's like, <laughs> and then you're just like, I know like this is not going to go well for me. It's also, I remember I got one before at formal and, Ooh, and then I did that like medication the, that turns your pee like bright orange mm-hmm. and I, my friend gave it to me, didn't explain to me the side effect, which is like <laughs> looking back a very important one to know. Yeah. And I go to the bathroom, I'm screaming. I'm like, something's wrong. Like I have an STD <laughs> or something. I like run to the little like college doctor and they're like, did you take like the, what's it called? Like O's. AZO. Yeah. AZO. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, yeah, that's, they're like, you have fine. a UTI. Yeah. yeah. No, that's like, I remember the very first time I got one. It was actually from drinking. Like, I get mine from drinking and being so dehydrated. Which okay, is I've heard that. Really yeah. shitty because, like, I used to be, like, drinking. I mean, I still drink a lot. So it's, like, annoying. And then I, re- I didn't know what a UTI was. And so, like, I just, like, couldn't pee, but it felt like I had to pee. And then I, was, I felt like I got, like, an STD, but I wasn't even having sex at this mm-hmm. point. And like, I was like, can I, I get an STD um, from being fingered? <laughs> So disgusting. The Virgin Mary. Yeah. Wait, that's probably gross because there probably is some kind of disease you could from like oh. some dirty fingers. And so I like I remember I had to go to work and I was like telling the girls <laughs> at work and I was like, what's wrong with me? It feels like I have to pee so bad and I can't pee and it just like a little dribble comes out and they're like, honey, you have a UTI, go get ASIO standard. It's gonna make your pee bright orange, they told me, thank God. But yeah. But me and my friends always talk about we're like, you're either a yeasty girl or a UTI girl. But I think I'd rather be a UTI girly. I think so too. Yeast yeah. is just a scary word. Yeah. And that's just, you know, fun things about having a vagina. Um, okay. So we talk about friends and like, you know, healthy boundaries with people. So mm-hmm. let's talk about your friends here and like what kind of, and you talk a lot about vibes and like keeping good. And I love that because that's something I'm focusing on this year too. Mm-hmm. Cause I have poor boundaries with people. Um, and so how do you choose your friends and like, what kind of vibes are you looking for? Definitely. I think a lot of my life I've been a major people pleaser. Same. And I think it comes from like relationships in high school or just like, um, relationships in college that I was forcing and like, I would force it to the day I die versus like have someone not like me back in the day. Yep. And like, then moving here, I think it just came from like the first few friends I had were just like such quality and it doesn't take away from previous ones I'd had but like I just felt immediately understood and usually like I also had trust issues with friends which like people don't talk about enough but like you can get really bad trust issues with friends and so like I just like immediately trusted them they like trusted me and like having that quick quality friendship was like probably the fastest I've ever had that happen and it was here I think it comes from a lot of people in Austin are like super willing to meet each other Mm -hmm. um and like talk and stuff but I think now I'm just, like, I'm a little more cautious, I'd say. But I don't think it takes away. Um, I think it, like, if anything, just makes me find more of my people. Um, 
but I'm still like very open-minded I always say like you shouldn't ever like when you're finding a new friend look for like the carbon copy of the previous one like Mm -hmm. or else you're just selling yourself short of like a lot of really cool relationships like don't look at age like don't look at their background Mm -hmm. like you never know there's obviously some value stuff that can play into that but like at the end of the day um I've tried to be like open-minded but cautious um and that's worked really well but um, and just finding people that like understand you and you don't have to explain yourself. Like that's a big mm-hmm. thing for or, me. Or like, like apologize yeah. for yourself. Yeah. Like I actually like, I was really, really shy when I was a kid, like mute, like my parents really? called me mute. And then I, <laughs> once I started talking, I like couldn't stop. Like I just had to make up for lost time. And so I feel I like, that. but I feel like I still get shy in like really, really specific scenarios. And a lot of times, like I had really, really outgoing friends, like hilarious. I still have like the most hilarious friends here. So then I always was like, never, like, I don't think I cracked a joke in a group environment until college. Like really? I just like will sometimes like chameleon into the vibe. And I think mm-hmm. that's why I'm like extra intuitive about like finding the vibe, finding like people who just get me and like, the way you evaluate relationships, I think, should be how you evaluate friendships. Yeah, I agree. For sure. I think it's like, <clears throat> for me, like, I was struggling so hard when I moved here because I was like, how am I going to find friends? Like, I had so many friends in California from, like, long, like, deep-rooted friendships. And it's, like, so hard to find people. But once you kind of find one friend, like, it just takes one friend. And yeah. then it, like, mm-hmm. kind of helps snowballing. And you really do need to look at, like, I love what you said about not finding the carbon copy because there's some people that I probably wouldn't have like given the time of day because it's like, oh, they're not like my other friends. But it's nice to like put yourself out there and find different friends for different things. Yeah. Yeah. I think the thing I do struggle with sometimes still is like the balance of quality and quantity Mm -hmm. where it's like, especially through TikTok and like meeting people and like if I'm like pushing myself too thin or whatever that phrase spreading is spreading too yourself yeah. too thin um i notice that like oh, <laughs> um i'll notice myself like my quality friends like probably feeling like i'm neglecting them mm-hmm. and then like the quantity i'm like okay do i need to go on like 17 different coffee dates this week mm-hmm. and like yeah and then i just have to remind like okay are you like sort of not looking forward to whatever this instance yeah. is like mm-hmm. okay you don't need to go it's not like no one cares about you that much. <laughs> yeah. Never met. That's like I have a hard time with like balancing that too. And Paige always gets on to me about it because like it's like, you know, you treat the ones that are closest to you kind of like the worst. And that's yeah. kind of what I do to like I'm like, shit, like I have these friends and like I like have all these balls in the air. Like something's gotta give. And like I sometimes do that to my sisters, which is like not very nice. <laughs> of me to do but it's like you know they're gonna be there so you can't take advantage of it I feel like it's a human nature thing and that's like why Paige told me I was lost the other day (laughs) well because the other thing is just is and honestly like this is something that like I learned through therapy and like so many like like practice role play type conversations is being able to not only acknowledge that I don't want to go to something or that I don't have to go to something, but then mm-hmm. how to say no or like how to not go. It, Cause that truly terrified me. Like if one of my friends invited me to something that I already had like plans that day, it's like, okay, well how am I going to be able to do both? Because I need to do this. I need to like, I, mm-hmm. I, I can't just say, I'm sorry, I can't go. I'm, yeah. I literally already had plans. Like that did not cross my mind. So my therapist was like, you, actually don't have to go to both things you know pick what makes you happy if you're gonna be if you're dreading this one thing if you're stressed if this one event is 
terrifying you, you don't have mm-hmm. to go. And that was just something that n- I don't never know why this never mind. crossed my mind. I was like, <laughs> I can say no. Yeah, like blows your yes. mind. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, okay, so how do you tell like a real friend from like a fake friend? Like what kind of vibes are you looking for? That's interesting. For like healthy friendships. Yeah, I feel like I could definitely answer that with like how I've gone wrong. Like I feel like sometimes I'm definitely like one of my flaws is all like enjoy the drama of like talk, not talking bad about people, but like, oh, did you hear like X, Y, and Z? Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've noticed a lot of friends that like I'm not as close with that just like we're always like over into that to the point where like they'd be talking so bad about someone and like I'd be like listening, but like hopefully not joining in a bunch, but like in my worst days, like definitely. And what I heard on some, I forget who said this, but it was like, oh my gosh, I think it was literally Harry Jousey, the guy from (laughs) Too Hot to Handle. He was like, be careful of what like aura or he said some term that was like kind of lit my mind. Like you send out to the world of like talking about people. Cause like Mm -hmm. it can like accidentally, it's like you are your two closest friends, whatever. Like Mm -hmm. it can accidentally like come back to you. So I've just been like feeling like I've been trying to be extra cautious about that even in the last few months because just some people that I've heard and then I hear things like that they're saying about me. I'm like, well, I could have predicted about that. Like anyone who spends that much time, like I could have predicted they're not talking super high of me. So I think like being careful about like how I present myself like attracts the right people. So Mm -hmm. I'm trying to get more into that like perspective. Um, Otherwise, I'll just start overthinking if everyone hates me and yeah <laughs> all that jazz but because it's yeah. the worst when you like spend time with somebody who just like doesn't make you feel good and mm-hmm. like you're like why do I keep spending time with this person that doesn't make me feel good and it's like and it gives you bad energy too and then you're probably putting off that bad energy yeah it's like I always say like go kind of like what you were saying like you're in go to environment that serves you like be with people that like lift you up because if you aren't like you could be like presenting like a really bad version of yourself and not be even aware of it just because of like the people you surround yourself by. So I think yeah. it's important. That's something that I need to work on because I too am a very big people pleaser. And it's like hard because like I don't want to make anyone feel bad, but like it comes at the expense of me. Mm-hmm. And you have to remind yourself that like no offense. What? But it's like the world truly doesn't revolve around you. So it's like you saying no to somebody or one brunch or something that's gonna weigh on you oh my gosh they are probably so upset that I'm not there they don't care you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and and not in a bad way right like it's not like they like wow Jade's not here they just they don't they're gonna still go and they're gonna have a good time and then you can go to the next one like It's okay. I always think it's so weird when people take it so personally if you don't go to, like, a brunch or, like, an event. And it's like, oh, wow, you're really going to stay home again? And it's like, yeah, yes, or I was doing something else. Like, mm-hmm. when people are so personally offended, it's like, what is that saying about this, like, dynamic? That's how you know that they're not your, your good friend. Yeah. I feel yeah. like if you're like worth your time about it, like they shouldn't, that no one has any reason to like be yeah. upset about it. Like, but I also think I've definitely kind of like danced around the subject of not showing up somewhere. And mm-hmm. then I'll be like, okay, like that was on me. Like you should be mad at me about that because right. I wasn't direct with you. I didn't communicate with you. And then like you could have invited someone else or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So it's like, you have to like, you look at, think about what your friends, like, would you be mad if someone was like, 
hey, Hannah, like, I'm just, like, really in a bad mood today. Like, I'm not going to come. Like, you wouldn't care. But if they're like, yeah. oh, maybe I'll come, and they yeah, don't show the, up. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. That's me. I was the queen of that. I was the queen yeah. of, like, doing, booking, like, three things back to back in one day and just being, like. And then choosing. And then you choose your favorite thing. That, mm-hmm. yeah. I, that's me. Honestly, was, I would get so annoyed with you because you do do that. Or, I know. And I'm like, well, now that I know that she made plans with me and she made plans with someone else i'm always gonna be at the bottom of the totem pole and so you're gonna not do follow through on the planes with me to like do something with someone else you could have just said i know page no like i know that's what i'm working on it's hard though it's not like it is hard a bad person to do that either and it's not like it's natural yeah you know and it's so natural and it's crazy that it is natural like why is that my natural go-to to just be like so like passive like I need to work because you're a woman and that's kind of how we've been taught to just like keep please everyone and kind of don't don't make waves don't hey don't be too loud (laughs) don't make waves (laughs) cook dinner cross your legs sit there and smile Hannah, thank you so much for joining us today uh will you shout out your social handles to the audience yes it's hannah h-a-n-a dot elson Yes, on Everything. TikTok and Instagram. Yeah, TikTok and Instagram. Okay, perfect. Yeah. And then Paige, would you like to say our socials? No, you don't. No. Okay, you You're can... doing a good job. <laughs> okay, please don't forget to like and subscribe to this podcast. Make sure to follow us at Your Poor Dad Pod on Instagram and TikTok. And then write us questions. We're going to talk about my divorce next week, right? Yeah. My divorce. And <laughs> I'm down. Um, maybe I'll even call my ex-husband and see if he will uh, give us a little message hell yeah live on the air yeah live on the air he'll he'll probably be like no but let's zoom him in we'll zoom him in yeah um and you can write in your questions to your poor dad at gmail.com or dm us on instagram did i forget anything get our poor dad to soldier field okay yeah